Hi, and welcome to the Cosmic Chats podcast with me, your host, Debbie Sugarbaker. On this show, I share conversations with individuals whose work, knowledge, wisdom, and insight have helped me open my mind and perspective, alchemize perceived negative situations, live in a healthier body, and see the world in a deeper, more wondrous way on a daily basis. My aim is that you, the listener, are able to receive all of that and tap into your own heart and energy to create possibilities and elevate your experience of this reality we call life. Please enjoy this episode. So welcome everyone. I'm so happy you're here. I'm so excited that you're joining me for another conversation. And I am extremely thrilled and honored to have Benny Halfon here. Benny has been uh, studying and teaching Kabbalah for over 25 years. He's an instructor at the Kabbalah Center in Los Angeles, and he also has a background in tech and in business prior to coming to Kabbalah. So he really has a lot of wisdom to share and on everything. Personally, I can say that because he's really been one of the most powerful forces in my life. So I know that he has a lot of wisdom to share, but especially about AI and technology and how it kind of commingles with spirituality. So without further ado, Benny, do you want to add anything to your introduction or? I think this is more than enough. I prefer <laughs> to have less of a bombastic introduction. Let let's the world do their impression on people than uh, titles and whatever. I agree. Let's get started then right away and talk about Please. AI. Absolutely. So what, what got you interested in AI? What's your background with artificial intelligence? You know, how did you come to know about this subject? So as you can see, I've, um, I'm like one or two years older than you. Yeah, exactly. And, and uh, I started interested in, in science fiction, actually, in my teenagers and years and young adult. I can say that uh, I, I started my interest in AI uh, reading Asimov books. That is one of my favorite authors. Even though these days there are so many and they are so creative, that is uh, wonderful to follow. I, I think that he created some type of environment that you you jump into it when in whatever book that uh, that you read, and that makes completely sense. It actually makes sense to me with all the contents of AI today and the uh, excitement towards uh, versus worry, fear that people have from the subject. Yeah, very cool. Recently, I saw that's where it started. But then like over the years, you maintained, I mean, eventually you got into Kabbalah, became the Kabbalah teacher, but you maintained your interest in, in AI and science fiction. And technology and uh, yes, and, and the use of technology in uh, benefit people's life. Because uh, th this is what really, I think the purpose of AI is, and uh, the purpose of technology meant to serve humanity and this is exactly what it will do so it goes together with my uh, learning and teaching uh, Kabbalah which is all to benefit human beings 
and make the entire world one great soul as it was before the Big Bang. Right. So just because some of our listeners may not know about Kabbalah, and we've kind of thrown that word out a few times here, can you just give us a short, uh, brief description of what Kabbalah is? Sure. Kabbalah is a, is a spiritual wisdom that precedes any, any religion, any other spiritual system. And this is why Kabbalah is actually asking the question also, why this uh, world had to be created to begin with? Uh, why, is the, why the Big Bang happened? All the science, all the, the spiritual system, and all religions start from Genesis, or for this matter, the Big Bang. Nobody's asking why, what happened there. Kabbalah is not just asking the why, uh, but gives the answer. And also, therefore, Kabbalah is the, the theme that gives the, the idea of the, the thought of creation. Not only that, gives us the wisdom and practical tools to use in our life. That is something that every person anywhere in the world can benefit his life, his, his belief system, and his beliefs in general. Uh, it's non-dominational. It is uh, beyond any type of, of uh, limitation, more or less. It's like a, like a technology for the human soul, interestingly. Exactly. So yes. here we are talking about technology, and we're kind of marrying the Kabbalah, which is a technology for the human soul, like you said, beyond any kind of religion, race, or certain group of people. And then we have the, the technology of AI that we're going to discuss today. Recently, I saw a video from this group, Boston Dynamics, and they create all of these robots. And I'll share it. Maybe I'll put a link to it um, below because it's really fun. It's like these dancing robots. Do you know about that group? How do you think that robots like that will help us in the future? Is it even like plausible? Is it a part of our future? Well, I think it's inevitable to have. We are already part of the next industrial revolution, which is uh, to, to take all of us to a completely different level uh, in which machines are going to do the, the mundane work that humans used to do and, or, are do or are doing and leave the, the humans to develop their mind, their brains, their connection of the mind. Like Kabbalah is talking a lot about mind over matter. How with our mind, with our powers, we can control matters. And actually we are doing it every day in our life. So I, I think it's inevitable to have robots, machines, uh, that are going to to help us in the in that process. Now I I followed the Boston Dynamics for uh, a few years already. Now uh, it's very interesting. I, I think I saw the the video that you are talking about, and you know what? Listen, uh, this is not even AI. You can use AI almost in everything, and I'm sure that they they have their assistant that learn or teaches the robots by learning how, what to do and how. But I have to admit that in a much less uh, sexy way, when I was in university, I uh, programmed robots 
to move a hand here and there in a, in a repetitive pattern. Now, I'm sure you know all those gadgets that can show different graphics according to music. Like, uh, right, and, and you see different graphics, maybe graphs, maybe uh, lights are, different lights are coming. The, the magnitude or the amplification of the light. So I, I want to, to simplify it. I know it's much more complex, but the robots that you saw are actually acting in a way the same. They are programmed and maybe there is, they are programmed to that specific music. So you can tell the, the, the robot to do whatever it is. The same, any algorithm is working and that even is not what AI is. AI is much more powerful than that. Okay, so yes, it's powerful. Yes, it is exciting. Yes, it is like, draw, can talk to the people in the street with no background whatsoever. And maybe even make people like robots, people that might have some fears. Right, but AI itself is much more much more complicated than just those robots is what you're saying. I didn't want to say more complicated. Right. This is why I said complex. Right. It's much more complex. You know, in AI, there are many, many things that we do that is very natural for us. Like AI is just, you know, it's a branch of, of computer science that is um, trying to mimic the summit of creation, which is, uh, humanity, human being. And for that, what we achieved with evolution, with the, the gifts that we, that we have within each one of us in our body, we need a whole different separated systems to give machines something that will mimic in a way what really it is. The, you know, AI has part of the division that is uh, speech recognition. Uh, there is a part which is speech analysis, uh, computer vision, NLP, the natural language uh, processing, and movement of different, let's, let's call them organs in robots or machines to, to act in a specific way and to answer different triggers that are coming from that. It is also trying cognitive, I don't want to say thinking, but it's a cognitive uh, analysis, let's say, or learning, cognitive learning uh, in machines. We're talking now about deep learning and about other subject areas or professions in that area. But basically, with all due respect to all of it, any computer or any AI is a gigo machine. Right. What does it mean gigo machine? Garbage in, garbage out. Right. You put garbage, you'll get garbage out. Like right. recently we had the, the Google machine, Google AI called Vision, I think. Yeah, the Vision AI that, that they put there and they tried to let people teach the, the machine. They had to close it after 24 hours, I think, or maybe three days. I really don't remember. Because it became racist. And uh, the result that came out of it was racist because 
this is what it taught. Uh, this is what the machine learned from people. So it is garbage in, garbage out. It's, so it's, it comes again to, it's all about education. What you put there, it's like a child. What you put in the child is what you're going to collect as fruits later on. Right. Wow, that's really deep. So there's a lot of fear out there. I mean, based on what you're saying, there's a lot of fear out there. And also because of what we've seen in Hollywood and like movies about AI and all those science fiction movies, there's, there is a lot of fear about AI and how it's going to affect the future. Do you think that there's reason to be afraid or it will hurt us if we teach it to hurt us? You know, is there reason for us to fear AI in the future? Like any, any other fear. You know what happened to people that are afraid of dogs? Dogs attack them. Yeah. You know what happened to... <laughs> right. Sorry. <laughs> I don't even like to talk about this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but okay, so let's take another example. Do you know what happened to people that are afraid of heights? Right. Those are, those are probably the people that are going to get stuck in an elevator. Yeah, God forbid, because Why? I actually am afraid of heights, but yeah. Okay. You're okay. saying that we are the creators of our reality, basically. Exactly. In a way that is beyond, beyond, beyond any technology. And it always will be beyond any technology. Right. What, what makes a difference between uh, humans and machines, or for this matter, robots, or for this matter, AI, is that we have conscious or consciousness i know there are there are many there are many talks about consciousness in machines or ai right now in the world but i'm sorry i have to to debate it and say with all due respect to all the very smart wise people they don't know what i'm talking about the, the consciousness is not a, a physical thing is not awareness right. you can teach awareness but consciousness is something much more deeper and coming from a much higher level. Now, there, there is another thing. Uh, there's a Kabbalistic concept, which would make sense to many people, that says one cannot give what it doesn't possess. Like a person cannot give a, a dollar if he only have 10 cents in his pocket. Right. He can't. A person cannot give love if he doesn't have love or if he doesn't love himself. Right. A, a person cannot give uh, health if he himself is not healed, is not well. So we cannot give what we don't have if it is tangible or non-tangible. Now, the thing is, if we don't understand our brain, and we don't, and everybody will tell you that it's very limited what you know about our brain, how we can create a machine that would be much more powerful than our brain. Someone says here, consciousness is connection, not uh, simply awareness. Consciousness, it's not even connection. Consciousness is the intention of the soul. Oops, I said soul. Soul is not technology. Soul is not man-made. Soul is something that you cannot avoid in all this conversation. And everybody all together that talk about robots and whatever, forgetting this part. Right. You cannot take that away. It doesn't matter if you believe in it, you don't believe in it. Nobody cares. Nobody asks you 
if you believe in it or not. It exists. It's right. there. So there is no soul in the machine, and there there is no conscious uh, of to do or not to do the right thing. Right. The soul is what gives us our power as human beings. Right. Absolutely. And we can improve that connection with that source of intelligence or that source of thoughts, which is not in our brains, that can give us abilities to be exactly like the soul, which means beyond any limitation, any physical limitation. So if we are really so powerful, why should we be afraid from a machine? And yes, it right. can be very smart. That, that talking about so, super... as, so as because we have a soul, we basically and that connection to our soul, which is a part of the divine. So we don't have really, even you know, we don't really have anything to fear. It's not only uh, anything to fear. There is never a way that a, a machine, as smart as it will be, can suppress us. Can, can can uh, be us. overtake us or can, can uh, be superior than right. us. Never, right. ever. It, it's not going to happen, even though really many people want to believe it. Why? Because right. the human potential is completely not to think faster, is to calculate faster. It's like uh, <laughs> there, are, there are people that are scientists and researchers that talk about the fact that our neuron in our brain is firing uh, electricity to uh, communicate between them in, in uh, whatever frequency or whatever speed, and we can do it better in technology, then the machine will be better because it's, it's uh, thinking faster, really. Our potential is none of those things. I hope we didn't even start to scratch with a very long stick our potential. Our potential right. is to be superman and super you and superwoman. Right. To go beyond the, the uh, time, space and motion. To be in 100 places at the same time. To completely control and uh, use mind over matter to change matter as we want them. Actually, we are doing it as of now in our life. We are creating our reality. What we believe in, what, what we have certainty in, we have in our life. What we don't have certainty in, we don't have in our life. It's like that mother in the park that says, don't go there, you're going to fall. You're going to fall. I'm telling you, don't go there, you're going to fall. And what, fall. what happened? And he falls. If he wouldn't be so certain that he would fall, would he fall? Right. Our mind is so much more powerful than any of that. Right. With it's really our... interesting you say that because like uh, a lot of things that I've been interested in recently are like reprogramming your subconscious and working with, you know, belief systems and changing belief systems so that, and then actually seeing the results different in your life, like right away. Or like there's a lot of technologies now, I would call them other types of you could call spiritual or just kind of like metaphysical technologies 
I mean, obviously we have Kabbalah, but there's like, you know, that people are working with to reprogram their subconscious and to manifest different things. So I think this is like what you're talking about. People are realizing, you know, to make money, for example, it's not just about doing the physical work anymore. And Absolutely. we have to change our belief system about it. You know, right. that it's possible for me, that I can do whatever it is, or with love, you know, that it's possible for me to be loved or to work on the energetic level to open up into my heart is open for love. And then I can create a different results rather than just staying only in the kind of like physical world. Exactly. Exactly that. And yes, many, many social understanding that it was never about only physical things. Right. And in the future, that is the only barrier that we need to break. The, the, the success of AI in its destructive power is only limited to our consciousness, how much our consciousness is going to allow it to right. be destructive. We are the only thing that can stand between any, any technology whatsoever and actually the garden of Eden life that we can have in, on this earth. A critical mass of people acting with human dignity and unity can have complete power over any type of machine, or for this matter, <laughs> for whoever likes the genre, then when we will have a critical mass of people acting with human dignity and unity, we will see who is stronger, the Empire or the Jedis. Right. The Jedis always are going to be more powerful, and it doesn't matter how much firepower the Empire will have, because they are working with the mind, with something that machines don't have access to. Right. That's a really interesting way to put it, because it's kind of like this what you're what I hear you talking about is you spoke in the beginning about how everything is here to benefit mankind, everything in, in this world, right? And right. that each one of us has something that's beyond any machine, which is our soul, it's beyond any sort of power. And then you also said that not only do we each have a soul, but at some level, our soul is one. So there is a connection between all of humanity. And the eventual place that we'll get to is where that oneness and which will trickle down into and manifest as human dignity will be more powerful than anything else that's d destructive in the world. Exactly. Now, what we need, what people need to understand and really eternalize in a very deep way that the, the divine system has rules and it's not different than any physical rules that we know, like gravity. And the, the divine system is perfect. Many times we, don't, we, we think we don't see the perfection. This is really another deeper understanding of Kabbalah, of life. And Kabbalah explains how everything really is a complete perfect system that is coming only to benefit us. And everything that happens is benefiting us, including the creation of AI that meant to benefit us. Right. Unfortunately, going to AI to gain power is going against one of the most <laughs> fundamental understanding or spiritual understanding that 
the science have to to understand uh, to to know as well, which is what exists exists because it has a job because it has divine permission to exist. We cannot decide to eliminate any group of people or any anything in the world because we don't like it, and that will make the perfect world not at all. The world is perfect as it is. What right. we need to create is to to take away the barriers between us. So to build all technology that will be superior to men, that will be the most super exciting and unbelievable thing in technology sense, is actually the easy way. It doesn't matter how much money they're pouring into it. The hard thing is to change ourselves. Right. I just wanted to interrupt this episode to remind you that you can find all of my cosmic chats with video on my IGTV handle at Debbie Sugarbee. That's at D-E-B-B-I-E-S-U-G-A-R-B. There you can also find a link in my bio to support my work or sign up for a one-on-one healing session with me. Thank you and I hope you enjoy the rest of this episode. When we change ourselves, we are invincibles. We are going to control weather. A natural disaster is oxymoron. Those two words are not going together. Nature and disaster cannot go together. Nature is perfect. Who violated nature? Our consciousness. Right. Our selfish consciousness. Humanity. Humanity is a... Yes, of course. As a whole. As a whole. Our consciousness, if it will shift from selfish, what's in it for me, to how can I benefit another person, that is going to change the entire world. And there will be no scenario in which there will be any type of any force going and distracting and whatever. If people believe it, if people believe that this force is going to be destructive or whatever, they are permitting it, they are enabling it. Right. With our mind, we are more superior. We are godlike. We are more superior than anything in the world. And no, there is no, no one person in the world or billion scientists that will convince me other way. Right. Because each one of us has that connection to that, to that soul and to, and, and the fact that I can even breathe and speak and do this. I mean, what's powering me? It's divine intelligence, which is limitless. And because each one of us has that spark inside of us that gives us the ability even to exist here as we are and to speak and to, to do, you know, whatever we do. So we are, right. we are innately connected to that divine intelligence, no matter who we are. Exactly. Exactly. And, and, uh, and that's limitless. That's unlimited. Yes. Baker just wrote that uh, uh, we just need to connect. And that is right. And right. actually, if we will see what happened in the last 10 years is that the universe is pushing us to connect. Right. There's no way already to, uh, um, to disguise any, anything or to, to camouflage or to hide anything. In one, in one second, the entire world knows Someone is publishing a video and the entire news goes, uh, see the news 
from from the field, not waiting for the news stations to to do anything. So uh, um, we are connecting. More incredible things happen by people joining forces together to to support to fund good uh, uh, good causes and, and to and to give from their uh, energy and resources eventually we will understand that consciousness is the only thing that is missing because we have in our power already we have all the resources and all the knowledge and understanding the wisdom of overcoming hunger overcoming uh, diseases, all the diseases in the world. We, ha If we are going to support each other, we're going to overcome any violence or, or war threat. What is missing is the consciousness why it is my interest, my interest to help someone else. And when we are going to, or, or to overcome that, and uh, enough people in the world will will possess that consciousness, right. then everything that is going to be built is going to only benefit and never hurt us. Right. Because that's because the missing key is that awareness, that consciousness of our oneness, that consciousness of our divine spark, the consciousness, the, the human dignity that results from that awareness, from exactly. that consciousness. We got a question from um, oh. Hannah about what do, you, what, what do you think the message is about this physical disconnection that we've had during the coronavirus. Oh, well. Physical separation between people. So what do you think it could be trying to tell us? Well, it try, it's not trying, it's telling us uh, a few things. First, uh, in a way, this is really what we call in Kabbalah delight, is teaching uh, Kabbalah the entire world. Because this social distancing is exactly what we call restriction is not to be subjected to our own self-destructive thinking. It is the mask on our faces is just to give us the mindfulness about the power of our speech and how much we need to really pay attention to what we say. Right. That is the real message. Another, another message that was spread all over the world is that we are all the same. It doesn't matter how much you are smarter, stupid, educated, ignorant, wealthy, poor, we are all the same. Everybody can get the corona right. for, for this matter, the COVID or for this matter, anything else. Right. Every, everything was done, all this transition was done with, in a merciful way. Right. And it takes... Unfortunately, it takes us to, to disconnect from what we think is what's subjecting us to act in a specific way. What he think about me, what my boss think about me, what my uh, group of people think about me, what my coworkers think about me, what my parents think about me. To take time and to understand who I am right. and to understand the power that I have right. and not to be subjected to or not to be dependent on anybody else in my well-being and my love to myself and the, the approval and the assurance I don't need from other people. This is why we were, in a way, put 
in our places, in our homes, to create a personal relationship with that magnificent, endless, uh, supernal reality that is all spiritual and not physical, so we can have this connection and take it with us to the new reality that is coming to the world, very, like, we already Fast. lived that. Right. We already did the first step to it. Right. Yeah. And so then we'll the be able to live in this world and with each other as kind of more integrated with our soul, with our consciousness, with more awareness. So it's been kind of like a, um, it's almost like, I mean, it's been very difficult. I, I don't want to like dismiss it. It's been very difficult for a lot of people. But it, right. the, the process itself is, has, will, will bring us into a better place, even though it's been extremely hard for people, I know. Right. However, it might be very difficult, and it was, and it is difficult. But it's much easier than to have, for example, a terrible uh, plague like Ebola, right? God forbid. God forbid, right. It is... um, Everything done in a merciful way. We need to connect to that mercy and not to be victims of the situation. That situation is brought us or brought uh, to us to improve ourselves, to find our gifts, our skills, our abilities that are beyond the mundane, beyond what we do usually to to break the the old habits as... uh, Smoothie baker said, and uh, uh, and and uh, other uh, other things that we are limiting ourselves with. Right, it's been really a chance for us to break a lot of limitations. I mean, I know a lot right. of people who were, you know, in different jobs or doing things, and they've kind of been because their life has been completely rearranged. They now find themselves doing something perhaps that they enjoy much more. You know, right. and that really helps them feel more connected to who they are and helps them to feel like they're actually expressing a piece of their soul day to day rather than living like outside of this, like far, like living in a mask almost. And now back to their authenticity, which is interesting because like the mask thing also probably there's something there. Right. Now, uh, as I said earlier, it's inevitable. There is no way in the world that we can stop that process that already started in the move. Because the destination of humanity is complete unity. Nobody needs to change what he believes in. Nobody needs to change what he's doing, the way he's doing it, uh, unless it is harming another person. Exactly. But um, it's just to enhance that we are one and every action, every word that I'm saying that I'm doing is affecting the entire world and vice versa. So that is going to take place. That change, one way or another, we are going to get there. Either we are going to change voluntarily or we are going to be forced to change. Right. Which we can probably all relate to in different times in our lives when you kind of feel like you've been hit by the universal two by four to kind of move in a certain direction you know, you kind of got the message, oh, I should change this up, or oh, I need to open this, or I overcome, and you don't do it, you don't do it, you don't do it, and then, you know, you kind of wind up, but this is more on a cosmic level, 
And I think that, you know, with this pandemic and everything, it's kind of been a push, a big push into right. a new I know. Sometimes it is, it is even four by four. Right. But as my teacher says, that says, Rob Burke says. David, David said it's for him, it's a four by four. <laughs> so, as my teacher says, is uh, change is happening. When right. the pain of the change is lesser than the pain of staying the same. Right. So unfortunately, pain is the biggest motivation to change. And hopefully we are not going to get there. Right. We don't have to get there. We right. can decide today voluntarily to change, voluntarily right. to act with human dignity, voluntarily to think Watch about others in my life. What right. are my words? Exactly. To be conscious and, and to have the consciousness on everything I'm doing. Right. We'll do that and at least we can live our life in a much different level and much better uh, beneficial life that we can live. Now, right. if we are not going to do that, maybe can create or, or that there will be maybe someone that can create an AI machine that are going to hurt people. But it's only for us to change. Right. We can prevent crazy scenario that someone might have because enough people of us, enough people going towards the, the goal, the maybe far goal, but goal that we're, this is the end station of humanity. Love your neighbors, you love yourself or unconditional love. Right. We're going together. Right. Human dignity is just the first step. It's like, in a way, uh, I don't like this word, but it's a must. Right. Or it's really very recommended. Right. So that all what we just talked about is so much beyond any physical technology that right. humans can create because we are limited to what we have in our box. If we are not going to understand better our box and we can understand right. the box, the only one part of the box right. that is the physical part. But that box communicating with supernal energy intelligences right and that there is no technology that is going to cover beside the human brain right. so don't worry yeah we are always 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 going to be superior to any machine because right. one cannot create something or someone that is beyond himself that is greater than himself right yeah, that's beautiful. And it also reminded me of that connection, like you were saying. I mean, the brain is physical, but we're all connected to that, like, divine intelligence. So then it just came to mind, you know, to think about, like, Mozart or, you know, these geniuses exactly. or even all of us, each one of us now, because I think the, the gates are kind of more open in a way. And so people are getting, like, ideas and creativity and positivity that's just, like, being able to go into the world, which can kind of, like counterbalance this more kind of limited thinking and limited way of, of using the brain. Exactly. When we are connecting ourselves to the right channels, right. there's nothing that we cannot achieve. Right. Like more and more people are 
asking the advice of spiritual people, of uh, psychics and whatever. Healers too, healers. Yeah, exactly. To, and, and their tools are not physical. Right. So we are not really limited to anything if we are opening this channel. Right. We are limited completely, even breathing, if we are not opening ourselves. So we need to elevate our consciousness and to know we that need to we are open capable. Up. Exactly. Exactly. Open our minds, open our hearts, open our energy. Yeah. Give it a chance. We tried our way for thousands of years. Right. It, it didn't get us so far. Right. We're, we are maybe more progressed than 2,000 years ago, seemingly. Right. Practically, in our mind, we are much less. Right. We have now the power of our mind to complete control any reality, any matter, any, any. Like what you see in the movies, it's just an imaginary thing that we can do even much more than that. Right. And if anybody's interested, just before we close out this interview, um, if anyone's interested in learning more from Benny, you can obviously follow him um, at BH Insta. And uh, I wasn't sure if the, if the screen got struck. So you can follow yeah. him. I'm going to tag his, um, follow him below. And then you can also learn to learn more about Kabbalah. You can go to www.kabbalah.com. And there's plenty of um, courses and you can learn more about what is Kabbalah and more, you know, more. Benny gave us like a great little intro today, but there's a lot more to this and to learning really how to achieve those transformations and, not just achieve, but, you know, to transform and to grow from that proactive place. So. To live the best life that we can live, really. Beautiful. Yes. This is it. Okay, thank you very much. Benny, for having th thank me. you so much. I so appreciate you joining me. And lots of love. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Same to you. All the best to you. Thank you so much for listening to the end. I truly hope you enjoyed and received benefit from this episode. Please subscribe, share it with your friends and family, and or leave me a review. I appreciate your energy and support. You can also take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram. I'll add it to my story. Until next time, be well and take good care. Bye-bye, everyone. Lots of love. Cosmic Chats with Debbie Sugarbaker is a production of Yali Christina Podcast Services.